0: Everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin show. Today is December the 20th, 2020. That's a lot of 20s. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. This is only the beginning. Unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is the next coin. Do not accept a new normal. Fitting in is overrated. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Deferral of gratification, guys. All right. Hello, my elite friends. It is very late at night. On the East Coast, it's 3.30 in the morning. Here, it's 1.30 in the morning. I'm glad you could join me. If you have questions, I have answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat. And I will answer your question here in the five-digit realm. Oh, yeah, Bitcoin's pumping tonight. We'll talk a little Bitcoin, but it is the Beyond Bitcoin show. I'll get to Bitcoin uh, pretty soon. But right now, I was listening to Yaron Brook earlier, and he simply said, proud people can't be controlled. And for me, that's huge. That underlies... Every aspect of my life, I'm proud of what I'm doing and I cannot be controlled. If you're in the Bitcoin overlay, you cannot be controlled and you should be proud to be wealthy and in the Bitcoin overlay. Governments and sociopaths in general, they don't want people to be proud. They want to be able to control them. Now, we've heard about people having fun staying poor. Those people aren't proud. The victim class is not a proud class, okay? The ones that are begging for their stimulus checks right now, not proud. They are easily controlled. They are controlled by the government. They are dependent on the government. And don't worry, we'll talk about those $600 checks in a second. Uh, They're part of the pathetic class. And the pathetic class can easily be controlled. They're not proud. They're complainers. They're envious, all right? We should be proud. If you are privileged, quote unquote privileged, to know about Bitcoin, to own Bitcoin, you should be proud of your success. You should be proud that just a few seconds ago it was 24000 freaking dollars, okay? And that you got in and you were in motion. It was you who did that. You didn't just sit there. You had to actually do something. You have to be proud of your accomplishments. If you have that mentality, you're not going to be able to be controlled. You're not going to be compliant. You're not going to blindly follow, and you're going to use your brain, okay? And the governments would not be able to pass these mask mandates and all these other orders if people truly had individual pride in themselves, okay? Individualism and pride is an achievement, all right? Be proud to be a buy-and-holder that you bought and you held, okay? And – Hey, I I wish more people had pride. They don't. They are so compliant, so willing to fit in and go with the crowd. When you have pride, you stand up. You speak your mind. You speak the truth. You do it publicly. You, fitting in is overrated when you have pride. Okay? You really uh, – so proud people cannot be controlled. Get Boost your pride, people. It is freedom. Now uh, – what is this? Now, the, the Western world is set up today in a way where people don't have to think. OK, and if you don't think you're not going to end up uh, proud, I mean, you're not going to use your head. You're just going to be a mindless machine that's going through the uh, the motions of life. And it's pretty easy to do that today, isn't it? Uh, the, it's a very convenient, comfortable world that we're in. Most people uh, don't want to think. They want to fit in. And the algorithms out there on social media allow people to remain in very comfortable online bubbles where no thinking is required. All their news, their entertainment is brought to them. And just by the algorithm. The algorithm tells them where to go next, what to watch next, to be algorithm slaves, very comfortable situation. But the, the thing is, on social media and the and the internet, if you're not an algorithm slave. There is so much information out there and thinking people can easily be exposed to it. You just have to take a few extra steps. But no, the way of the world today, comfortably numb, living living in a comfortable dystopia, let the algorithm tell you everything. Rely. Don't use your head as much as possible. And yeah, YouTube is a, a is great for non-thinking conformist. Okay, if if you're going to be a conformist, you're not going to think. You have no pride in yourself. YouTube is awesome. Uh, the YouTube algorithm is awesome for you. Uh, it will just guide your way, and you you just can drool and see bikini babes and whatever gets you going. Uh, but if you actually use your head, you can use this as a as a tool to improve yourself. Okay. Use the Internet. Use YouTube. Learn. Use your freaking heads and pound that like button. And there are a lot of people that are helpless today, a lot of people that are helpless, that are scared, that are in panic prisons, and they think there's – they see there's sickness out there, and they just react. Okay, They react. There are people with long-term thinking take preventative measures in life are familiar with preventative medicine per se or just you know, eating being healthy preventative measures would americans just they don't they wait until it, it comes upon them okay when the situation arises then they react you don't want to be in that situation when you're reacting because you're going to be prone to panic that's why you prepare you take preventative measures in life you live a healthy lifestyle beforehand. So if something comes up, oh, I'm healthy. I can deal with this. I can. If you haven't taken preventative measures, you're going to look for authority figures to tell you what to do when you are in a panic situation. Okay. And it, it's like a lost art in, in America. Preventative measures. What? What's so hard about that? Preventative medicine. Everybody wants a pill that once you're sick is going to cure you. Okay. No, we don't. We don't have that. All right. Everybody wants a little pill that will magically save you from the sick situation that you're in. How about taking steps to avoid being in a sick situation? It's not that hard. I mean, I'm doing it all the darn time. I mean, I did my sprints today. My beautiful uh, – what, what, uh, well, I, I also ran after my sprints. My interval training, that's what sprints are. I've talked about that on past shows. Check out – Ah, uh, past beyond Bitcoin shows we do this late at night every Sunday night or Saturday or whenever the heck I feel like doing it. Now, the I, I do want to talk about insurance also. We don't have a real a free insurance industry in the United States of America. All right, you cannot. Uh, you used to be able to, to buy catastrophic insurance. That is illegal now. They want people like me that are healthy uh, to buy overpriced insurance that takes care of all the sick people okay that's that's not the way it real insurance works it's you you buy something that is you think you 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 take your risk you weigh out the possible risks and you see well do i need catastrophic insurance or uh, do i need insurance that'll come about if 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 i have a minor injury or whatever but if you know you're a healthy person you get catastrophic insurance you know you're not going to need to go to the the doctors every three freaking months and you're not going to need medicine every three months freaking months if you're a smart person but no we don't have catastrophic insurance anymore uh if you when you had children you would buy them insurance policies so because people say oh well what about the sick children they need to have insurance the government should provide them this that and the other no if if you have children, if you if you've jumped into that fire, OK, jump into the fire, then you get them insurance. You're in charge of them. You take care of you. It's not the government's. opinion. It's not the government's. Uh, and so if you don't want to pay for insurance for your kid, don't have kids it's right there. Don't have kids. There are plenty of ways not to have kids, but we're, we're not in a real insurance situation in the United States. It is this feel-good, warm, oh, we have to take care of the victims. There's no, there's no preventative uh, mindset. Uh, you know, there's, there's no long-term thinking on people's part. If, if we had real you – know, if the government did not regulate insurance like it does and try to take over insurance like it, it, it has, people would have to make more responsible decisions. They, they, maybe they would say, well, I, I can't have kids then. I cannot have kids because I'm I'm we're, I'm not going to buy them insurance, and just in case they have some heart defect, I'm not going to be able. It's gonna it's gonna bankrupt me, or I'm just not going to be able to pay for it. My kid's going to die. Um, and that sounds really sad. That sounds really scary. But that's why you don't have kids until you can afford to have kids. But once once again, the, that that insurance uh, situation really does not exist. The government, all the screaming Karens and all all the people who are, are irresponsible, uh, they've I mean the the government caters to them, and that that is why government insurance – the insurance industry has been taken over by the the government. Now, remember, the productive class strikes back. You speak the truth like this. That's what my – this show is all about, the productive class uh, striking back. Be proud of being part of the productive class. Be proud of that so that you will say, well, wait a second. I'm part of the, the productive class. I'm not just going to sit here and, and be a cuck and let people take from me. I'm, I'm proud of my accomplishments and I'm going to say, no, you're not stealing from me. No, this is not that. I'm not here to take care of your grandmother. I'm not here to take care of your kid. Have fun staying poor. I'm having fun being productive. And you, you, you worry about your problem. I'm not here to worry about your darn problem, okay? I'm proud of myself. I'm working on my accomplishment. You can strive for greatness, also. I strove for greatness. I attained greatness. I'm proud of greatness. You, if you want to have fun being staying poor, have fun staying poor. If you want to wait uh, for for a government check, go wait for a government check. Okay. I'm in motion, and I'm not I'm not here to be feel guilty. I'm here to be proud, to be have pride, and to continue to be in motion. And what politics has boiled down to now, by the way is stop the other side and just raw seeking of power stands for nothing anymore just stop the other side what does the republican party even really stand for it's stopping the democrats okay now of course the, the the democrats are do some bad things they want some bad things but you should have some principle you should have some pride in, in, in what, what you're doing i mean you, you shouldn't be, be, be uh, these compromises and uh well, uh, now, now we're a, a, a party that's going to take care of the people. I mean, that, that's socialistic. No, stand for something. Have a backbone. Have some pride. Uh, but but poli- I say this to everyone, avoid politics. You don't want power other, over other people. Who the heck wants power? Sociopaths want power over other people. I want to take my – I want to be left alone, OK? I want to take care of myself. I want to be the best individual I possibly can be. I don't want to get into something where I'm trying to manage other people, and I'm trying to beat uh, and, 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 I, and that stands for nothing. And you know, just just beat the other party, beat the other party. It's 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 ridiculous what what politics ha- has become. Uh, it, it would be a little bit more respectful if people actually stood for something. Now, uh, by the way, uh, yeah. So today was another day, another all time high. Uh, Watched yesterday's show. I uh, I was asked about the have fun staying poor saying, and uh, I, I I did, a, I talked about it. And Saturday's show, I just put it in there. And what do we have here? <laughs> Someone said, talk. I just talked about Bitcoin there, uh, Mr. Impulsive. But how do you pay for your bills, for example? Okay, so dude, Raw power. I've explained this many times. I sold a house a while ago. I put the money in my bank account. It is still in my bank account. I still make money off YouTube videos. Okay. I have cash in cash coming in to bank account. That is how I pay my bills. How do you pay your bills? Okay. Now, so then you're like well Adam then how do you have all that Bitcoin in the past I spent money on Bitcoin I paid between 200 and seven hundred dollars per Bitcoin okay when I had when I had more money in my bank account so do you understand raw power do you understand is that a hard concept to grasp I have tried to say this, Many times to the people are like, well, Adam, how do you how do you go from place to place to afford your lifestyle if you have Bitcoin that you never sell because I have a bank account also, and I'm still bringing in money through the YouTube and other. I I still get cash here and there from projects, from consulting, from all sorts of things I do here and there. All right, dude, <laughs> I have some a saving savings preparation. All right. That's what I've been talking about tonight. Okay. (laughs) Preventative measures. I didn't spend all the fiat. I didn't spend all my fiat. All right? I didn't blow it on freaking cars and crazy things. And I still don't. And I haven't planned out that what's in my bank account will last me until 2024. How many times do I have to say that, Raw pal? How many times? For people like you, it because it's not only you who ask that idiotic question. It's an idiotic question at this point when I've said it 50 times. And I, I just – some of the questions that I get from you guys, it's just it's – they're so stupid. You know they say there's no such thing as a stupid question. From some of you, there are stupid questions, okay? There really are sometimes when I've given the answers 50 times. It's called listening comprehension. That's what makes a question stupid when a person's answered it 50 times already and you don't have listening comprehension, all right? So this is why I've been taught – the whole – the first part of the show has been about using your head, thinking, think. All right. And pay attention. Just don't drool and watch my pretty freaking face. Okay, that's fancy sets and graphics. If you're just in it for the fancy sets and and graphics, that's why you end up asking idiotic questions. All right. All right. Very good. Um, All right. You you say you've never heard it before. You've been on this chat 50 at many times, dude. All right. You just don't comprehend. A lot of people don't comprehend. So, yeah, there are stupid questions sometimes. There is that there's also such things as stupid questions. yeah there are such things as stupid questions all right all right there are and I mean is it that is it that hard to comprehend that someone has a bank account with cash does someone save their money I I planned so well with this, okay? I was buying Bitcoin when it was $200, $300. Of course I'm gonna have some extra freaking cash left. I didn't wait around and need some guru to tell me to buy that freaking $20,000 or whatever. That's the situation people are in today. That's why you, you're in motion. You just don't say, oh, maybe it's gonna to go to zero. Maybe it's gonna go, you plan it out. I've said it many times. I watched that, I read Vinnie Lingham in 2016. And I said to myself, how much Bitcoin do I need to buy to be a millionaire based on what he said in this blog? okay? when he some of the predictions he made for price in 2017. All right. And I calculated it. And guess what? Guess what? By using my head and figuring out how much Bitcoin I needed to get to make myself a millionaire. I became a freaking millionaire. So pound that like button like the shirt says. So use your head don't ask stupid questions and maybe you'll just become a millionaire like me all right moving on to the rest of the show here jeez some of these questions and some of the comments the people that the people still leave i'm going to talk about it on, on the next show on the on Saturday's show, there was just a ridiculous comment in the comment section. You know, I, I was talking about the, yesterday's the Bitcoin noise show, OK? And someone just asked, says, tells me to watch a, a video that's just Bitcoin noise. I'm trying to tell people how to avoid Bitcoin noise. Someone tells me to watch a video that's like fancy sets of graphics filled with clickbait lies and stuff. Noise. Now, so yeah, we it's another day, another all-time high. And uh, so let's go – let's move on to China here, all right? Oh, God. <laughs> here is a comment that was left in, in, in the Fox uh, notes section, OK? And uh, I, I'm going to read it to you and critique it. Had China dropped a nuclear bomb on Los Angeles – because a lot of people like to bl- blame China for all of uh, their personal problems – and 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 living in a panic prison, it's not China's fault. It's not all it, – had China dropped a nuclear bomb on Los Angeles or some other major American city, we would have suffered less damage than what they have done to this country by unleashing the virus. No, that's not true. If, uh, if uh, China dropped a nuke on LA, uh, we would be in much uh, worse shape than had this virus not uh, come out of China. Now, okay, so – they they have killed thousands of our citizens. Now, one thing is true. The virus has killed thousands of United States citizens, all right? Uh destroyed untold millions of small businesses. No. The virus has not destroyed untold millions of small businesses. The United States of America has destroyed uh, untold millions of small businesses because we went into lockdown, various states. Disrupted our educational system, no. China did not disrupt our educational system. The states, the governors, the people who decided to shut down the educational systems because they were scared, destroyed the educational systems. The adverse impact to our culture and American life spans from sports to theater to family gatherings and holiday traditions. No, China didn't do that. The United States did that. The states did that. If the states did shut shutdowns, they didn't have to do shutdowns. China didn't say you have to do. We're, we're not China's slave. We don't – the virus didn't do that. The virus didn't shut down the theater. We, the government said, no, you can't open your theater. You can't open your theater. You can't have your holiday traditions. That wasn't China. Uh, they even managed to turn Americans against each other, mass versus no mass, shutdown versus no shutdown, et cetera. No, that was that was China. I mean China does send they, – they do – they have propaganda, of course, uh, but – At at, at the end of the day, uh, had the United States just gone about regular business, there wouldn't be much arguing out there, would there? Uh, It can also be argued that they cost uh, Trump the election. No, no, Trump cost himself the election. He could have spoken up against this. He could have spoken up against the lockdowns. He didn't have to lock everybody down or, or, or say, oh, two weeks to stop the spread or whatever he did. and and just be wishy-washy about the whole thing and say, oh, we, you know, he he could have told the truth and said, if you get this once, you're immune afterwards. All right. He himself got it. He should have said I'm immune now. All right. But no, no, he, he plays along with the game because he wants to win. a. The virus has advanced their goal of world domination. Well, I'll say this. uh, The virus has helped uh, China advance in the world because everybody decided to lock down like they supposedly locked down, and uh, yeah, it, it America have it said that the enemies of China have incurred a massive new debt. Well, that that's their fault. It's not China's fault. It, it, it's you know if those countries that were scared didn't shut down, they wouldn't have new debt. All right, but they, they shut down. Ultimately, okay. So everyone, yes, it came out of China. It came out of China. And China has propaganda that promotes lockdowns. There's no doubt about that. But uh, everything that's going on in America has been done by Americans. We didn't have to do this. We didn't have to do this. Now, th- there's a reminder here of a famous uh, whistleblower dying a virus story. Michael Sanger reminds of, uh, us of Li Liang story is largely fake. Chinese state media was already publishing hysteria now disappeared, of residents quarantined due to viral pneumonia two days before Li was supposedly admonished for messaging, for message sharing that same info. He never existed. All info on Li comes from official Chinese communist news outlets. Li Wenlang was a ruse to con us into believing the CCP was trying to cover up uh, virus deaths in Wuhan when in reality they were wildly exaggerating its threat to scare us into suicidal lockdowns. So indeed this uh, you may remember there was a guy named Li Wang Li who everyone was saying, Oh, he was so great. He tried to tell the truth about China and then he died of the virus. No, that's not, that's not really happened. He didn't really exist. China put the story out there to scare everyone and to get them more likely to fall for the lockdown stuff. And it's it's the nations of the world. It's their fault that they fall for this kind of propaganda. That they, you, you fall for this kind of nonsense. China is free to put out all the propaganda they want to. Okay, this is where the big boys play. Let them put out their propaganda. It's uh, it's it's ridiculous that we've fallen. That so many people have fallen for it. That that's that, that's the conclusion. And that's what Michael Sanger uh, talks about a lot at his uh, at his Twitter feed. Okay. There are less people watching the NFL in sports, I've heard, but are they spending more time watching the so-called news instead? I think it's good if people aren't paying attention to sports as much, but I do wonder what they're spending their time on. They should be spending their time on uh, thinking thinking for themselves and becoming pride of, proud of what they've done. Now, uh, where am I now, Truth Teller 2020 says. Well, Truth Teller, again – Um, maybe you're not familiar with the show, but always in the notes section, the first word of the notes section is my location. So read what it says below here. What's it say? What's it say? It says Phoenix, Arizona. So that is where I am in Phoenix, Arizona. So be sure to always check out the notes section below before you ask a question about where I am, because it always says where I am below, but Hey, maybe you're not familiar with the show. All right. So, uh, Moving to the next uh, – all right. No, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, so uh, I want to uh, – going back to Trump and fitting in, fitting in is overrated, I am – I wonder if before the election, if he was scared about beca- being called a racist, um, if he would have called out inner cities like Detroit, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Atlanta – before the election and saying, you know what? These places are prone to election fraud. Atlanta, Philadelphia, Detroit, Milwaukee. Why didn't he bring them up beforehand? They're sure bringing them up now. They're bringing up, oh, there was this, that, and the other happened. And these we knew beforehand that these places, there's a lot of fraud. Why didn't he bring it up beforehand? Was he, again, was he scared of being called a racist? Was he trying to fit in? Does he just not plan ahead at all? All right. These places have been corrupt for a long time, long term thinking and planning instead of being reactive instead. Of being, so all of this is just reactive nonsense now. And I think he I think a lot of it is just to, to, to stir up the crowd and say we were cheated. And it's kind of like a revenge for, for four years. The Democrats said they were cheated. So now why not say we were cheated if you're a Republican? OK, it's I mean, it's, it's become so silly, all of this. But if, if, if they were serious about stopping election fraud, why not beforehand? You know, go to the, use the courts beforehand to challenge some of these, uh, these rule, these law, these new, uh, orders, these, these ways of voting, the, uh, absentee ballot changes that, that came about before the election. These things for no, were known for a while. Okay. So there, there's a lot of legal action now. I mean, should have been a lot of legal action beforehand, okay? But I, I I don't know the reason. I don't know the reason why it wasn't dug beforehand. I, I, I say, you know, have a plan. Have a plan. If you've been living through this for four years, he's been living through this for four years. His whole administration's been living through all of this insanity and fake news for four years. What's your plan beforehand? Not what what are you gonna do? It's not what are you gonna do afterwards when you lose. It should be what are you gonna do beforehand to prevent a loss? And I saw nothing, very little from him beforehand. OK, I mean, there was talk, but he, he, he did not put his foot down on any issue. He could have put his foot down on the, the absentee ballots, could have put his foot down on the virus, this wishy-washy fitting in. Oh, I don't want to seem like I'm against this group or that group. I mean, total political, total swamp nonsense from him beforehand. And uh, so for, for those of you who are just saying, well, you know, we, and, and hey, let, let the legal processes play out I, I have no problem with with you know the lawsuits afterwards it's fine fine but it's a lot easier to to take preventative measures as I said beforehand it's a lot easier to prepare than to react and to to want a magic pill that's going to solve everything afterwards there is no magic pill uh, that's gonna keep th- those dudes in office. Biden is going to be president very soon um, and it shouldn't it's it shouldn't change. A good segue here is your life does not depend on your vote. Ben Shapiro p- pointed this out on his show. OK, if your life depended on your vote, because uh, w- one of the big sayings, I think, from the left was vote like your life, de- like your, your life depends on it." your life depends on your vote. No, no, we live in a free country. OK, you're if, if the other side wins, you're not going to be killed. All right. You're not living under the threat of, of extermination. It's a constitutional republic. All right. It, it, so it, it's been voting has been put on this pedestal. Like, look, it, it's, it's life or it's a life or death. situation. No, it's not a life or death situation. It's not a life or death situation. Who You vote for it. when Biden becomes president and then Harris becomes president. Um, you're not going to be exterminated. You're not. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. You're not. About, it's not a life or death situation at all. It's just not. And uh, if you think it is. You're, you're giving away your power and your authority to these soci- sociopaths, okay? D- d- don't. Have some, have some pride in yourself as an individual that you don't need to have your party in power in order to live a productive life, all right, in order to live a free life. I mean there are literally people out there that don't think they can live any life unless they think they're going to die, unless their party is the winner, and that is insane. Your life does not depend on you. Now, Reason Magazine came out with an article, uh, Americans are in full revolt against the pandemic lockdowns, full revolt, it's it goes on to say individually and in organized groups, people are pushing back against the lockdown orders, I'd say there are some individuals, and there are some organized groups, but full revolt, dude, most people are cuc Case to this thing are completely compliant. Sure. Some more people are speaking up against it now, which is great. I think it's awesome. But I I would not use the word, uh, the term full revolt. All right. You're giving too much credit here. Let's let's describe things. Honestly, most people are compliant bootlickers and are scared and are living in a panic prison and can't use their freaking heads to even understand um, that once you've gotten the thing, you can't get it again. All right. That, you know, what herd immunity is, what the, what the virus even is, who it attacks, who it's more likely to kill, people, they just don't want to think. They don't want to, they, whatever the algorithm shows them to, to, to watch next, they're going to think, they're going to believe that, okay? So stop falling for it. We hear he, here's Dr. Deborah Burks, who's told you to stay home, who's told you not not to, to go out for Thanksgiving. Uh, you, you know, don't spread it. And here, here she is. It's, it's just come out. She went to one of her vacation homes or her vacation home and hung out with her family during Thanksgiving. How, how these bureaucrats? Uh, how do they afford a vacation homes anyway? They're supposed to be public servants. Yeah, they're they're great. They're great. They're, they're 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 taking it from you. They're telling you to not live your lives, and then they're making tons of money and going to their vacation homes. And, uh, and li- living off of you, they're leeches off of you. They don't, they don't produce anything. Government workers produce nothing at all. So here's a tweet. Do you believe Dr. Deborah Burks would jeopardize the health of three generations of her family? Or does she know healthy, young, or middle-aged aren't at risk? And healthy and moderately healthy elderly are less at risk than she led us to believe. Burks traveled over Thanksgiving with family from two different homes. Or <clears> – <throat> All right. So, yeah, she was with her husband and she traveled to her vacation property on Fenwick Island on Black Friday. And, yeah, it, it's uh, it's typical. Why do you even listen to people like her? how how many more of these stories are you going to have? Newsome gets caught. All of them. They can't practice what they preach. They stand for nothing. They want to keep you scared. They want to keep you obedient. And they don't want you to think they don't want you to be proud of yourself. They want you to put on a mask. Who could be proud wearing a mask? It is is a way to take away pride from a person, okay? And it's just a way to control a person. It solves nothing. It doesn't fix any problem. It just shows that you're not thinking and you're going to be compliant if you think it's necessary. It is not necessary. By the way, tomorrow, 3.30 Eastern Time, that's Monday, Andy Hoffman will be on this very channel with me. So, yeah, the pathetic class are made up of victim glorifiers and the people who are obsessed with words. All right. And they're not in the production. They are panic prisoners. They are the totally opposite of what's in motion. And the, it's the pathetic class that dominate. They're, they're most that they're, they mostly make up the 80 percent. OK, that's what's dominating today. The, we, we, we have the stimulus checks are coming out. OK, and all the beggars of the pathetic class. Um they are, they're getting excited, but now they're disappointed. They're disappointed. They have a hashtag out there. 600 is not enough because it, it's trending right now on Twitter because they're only going to get $600, all right? They've had all this time to try to figure out the situation. And finally, the check is going to be in the mail soon, and they're they're unhappy with their freebie, all right? Meanwhile, in the world of Bitcoin, where we're not in the pathetic class, We're not saying 600 is not enough. We're saying 24,000 is only the freaking beginning. Pound that like button and have fun staying poor. Now, the the beggars can't be choosers, but they are. (laughs) They're they're beggars and those 600 isn't enough. Months, months of just being compliant. Here's the bottom line, dudes. You wouldn't have to worry about any check or anything and not working if the government hadn't shut everything down. Maybe instead of listening to the government, blindly following them, you should say, you know what? Get out of our lives. Stop shutting everything down. I want to work at the movie theater. I want to work at whatever you close down, and I don't want your check. I don't want your check. I don't want to wait your check. I don't want to, de- I don't want to depend on this, okay? So stand up against the tyranny instead of being a beggar uh, to the tyranny. And being part of this pathetic class. And yeah, today's world is all about style over substance. All right. There's no learning. That's substance when you're actually learning. Just watching. All right. Just watching and reacting emotionally. Just every, every news you hear, you impulsively and emotionally react. You don't take time to comprehend a thing. All right. You scapegoat. You're not using logic and reason. That is that style. That's not substance. All right. Style is you know you're wearing that mask to fit in. Well, what's the substance behind wearing it? It's not doing it. If you actually used your head, you would see this is nothing. This is I'm, I'm pretend I'm doing something in hopes that it'll make me feel better and it'll make other people accept me. It's nothing. There's no substance. It's not solving anything. It's not a solution. Solutions over sympathy, but no style isn't going to get you solutions. It'll get you some sympathy, definitely. Fancy sets and graphics—that's style. That's what people want—is the fancy set. They don't want substance. They don't want to listen to a word what what you're saying, what you repeated fifty times on your show. They can't get through their thick heads. So I mean, they're just obsessed with the style. With they want to watch the the show that that makes them feel good with the pretty pictures and the pretty fancy sets and graphics. Now speaking about pretty, in, in the uh, in the thumbnail for the last what ten weeks, eleven—I don't even know how long I've been doing this now. Uh, due to popular demand, I've uh, I've put in uh, photos for the Beyond Bitcoin show of women I used to know. Some of them I attained, some of them I failed with. Uh, the the one pictured uh, the one pictured with me to, on today's show is a lady that, yes, I I did succeed with. I was able to go, I had sex with her. Um, And the, the picture is from a, uh, a night. She was a German. And I I think I've talked about her on a long, another show a long time ago. She was a German girl. I met at a bar in, in Baltimore. And I actually thought she was Scandinavian when I had seen her from a distance. She was very pretty. And, um, and I don't usually, uh, I'm not usually attracted to, I mean, I prefer dark haired girls in my day, but whatever, she was a pretty blonde haired girl. And one thing led to another and I met her and she, she was interested in me. And uh, she invited me one evening to a, uh, the brewers art, which is a bar in Baltimore where they serve a very thick beer. It's not like Budweiser or anything like that. It's what you Europeans would love. It's called a resurrection. And it was her 23rd birthday party at the brewers art. And, she drank 12 of those resurrections. I was so impressed. Well, on a drinking scale, I I mean, this is a woman. Now, these German women, I clearly, I mean, I couldn't drink 12 resurrections. I couldn't drink four resurrections at at that time. All right. Right now, I couldn't drink any resurrections. I would vomit. She had 12 resurrections. So in that photo, you see her. She has had 12 Really strong beers, and so she's red in, in the picture and everything. But she was a, a Johns Hopkins grad student. She'd come from Germany, and um, so anyway, that night uh, she, she hung out with her friends. But the next night, we we made plans to hang out together, and I was uh, I was concerned that you know she would have a hangover from having uh, twelve resurrections the night before, and she she had a little bit of a hangover. But sure enough, that the next evening it was a cold January evening. I remember it quite well. Uh, she was able to drink more. She sort of had a hangover. We hung out. And, um, and, and I'm going to get to the lesson to all uh, in a second, because it is a lesson. Um, be, you know, before I, I had the red pill knowledge of women, um, I, I believed like every word they said, uh, well, many words that they said. So we, we went back to my house and, um, you know, one thing led to another and we did have sex and, um, but she's like, you know, I, and she said to me, you know, I, I, have never cheated on my boyfriend before. <laughs> You're the only one I would cheat on with my boyfriend. And I believe that. I thought that was, I thought that was like a real thing. Now, so those of you with the red pill knowledge, was that true? What she said, told me, was I the only one? Is she just, you know, we all, we didn't know each other for that long. And she, she had sex with me that evening. And uh, do, do you think she, I was the only guy she would cheat on? You know, again, I feel bad for her boyfriend who was in Germany. So, so by the way, after everything was, it was late at night and it was cold. Again, I remember it, and I did not want to leave my house. And she, she said, "You got to take me back to my place." I'm like, "No, no, no, just in the morning." In the morning. "No, no, no, you got to take me back," as I have to call my boyfriend. My boy, we 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 talk. This is when we talk. He's in Germany. It's a seven-hour difference or whatever it is, and it, it's going to be. You know, a, a, a normal time there, and we're going to talk. And I can't be here. I can't be. And she she made me take her home. I had to take her back to near Johns Hopkins. I, I remember that clearly. Um, but yeah, and for the longest time, and, and you know, they, we hooked up another time afterwards. But and for the longest time afterwards, I would I would think of this girl, and I would be like, oh, I'm so awesome. You know, she only had sex with me because, and she the only one she did was she would cheat on was with me. <laughs> The naivete, the naivete. I so said, you can admit. I mean, there's nothing wrong with admitting that you were wrong once. That you you thought, you know. And sure, I was freaking awesome, and I was really proud of myself. Um, and 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 surely, I, I you know, I valued my wealth in women. That was that was quite an attainment back then. But to, to 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 think, to believe the words that she told me, that you know, I I would be the only one that she that she cheated. Yeah, okay, sure. I I mean, I'm sure so many other guys have heard that. And uh, again, it, it's sad that she cheated on her boyfriend. It's sad for her boyfriend, but it's a lesson to all you dudes that have girlfriends. First of all, that you that are in a different country right now, and uh, and for all you dudes that are attaining those foreign exchange students or whatever, and thinking you're the only one in your in the United States that are getting down with them, I don't know about that, dude. I don't know about that. All right, so there there there's your lesson. Um, there's your red pill lesson of the day. Uh, oh, the other thing about her. Uh, Another, just another funny story. Uh, she, she was well endowed on, on the top there. And there's just what? There was, <laughs> I don't know, I knew this Asian girl who was a, a funny Asian girl. And she just she saw me talking to this blonde hair girl at one point, And she just, was she, when my conversation was end, over with the blonde hair girl, the Asian girl just comes right up to me and is like, nice rack. <laughs> And I'll never forget that. And my friends and I, I told them that story, and we would always use that line. Nice rack. That was another girl commenting on another girl's rack. I mean they they look <laughs> they're def- they definitely uh, they definitely compare and contrast. <laughs> so feel feel free to use the nice rack line with your friends. All right, now um <laughs> all right, so uh, something I was think of. Thinking about Ben Shapiro, I'm going to to mention him in a second. Talking about the the woke words that people use today, all right, and the woke sayings. And what I, I I think is going on here with some of these leftist type of people or conformist type of people, whatever you want to call them, they they use language with people to a very invasive form of language where they're trying to initiate you into silence, okay? Into fitting into their woke way of life. Like they might sense like you're not down with BLM and you're not down with uh, just general woke culture and systemic racism and just just all these mishmash terms, okay? These, these, These terms that really don't mean what they appear to mean. All right, so they'll say to you, well, don't you think black lives matter? And of course, you're going to say, yeah, black lives matter and black people's lives do matter. And uh, but what you should say, and so they're invading, they, 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 it's very invasive there. I mean, they're not they're not being friendly about it. And so then you're initiated into their little thing. So you've said the black lives matter. And now you, you know, you, you don't want to explain yourself as, uh, because they were kind of aggressive about the whole situation. All right. So don't fall into these traps. Do not fall into these traps. You got to have some backbone here. The key is to have some backbone. Don't just don't deal. If someone asks you about um, income inequality, systemic racism, BLM, you, know, you can just ignore them and just try to avoid being friends with such people. All right. Or you can just say like your statements mean nothing. Your terms mean nothing. They are they're based on jealousy and, 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 and all these trans stuff. Also, I mean, aren't you aren't you for trans rights? Aren't you this? Thing? Don't you believe trans people are real? And just just say no, you know, they they've had four years. The pathetic class. This is all part of the pathetic class. They've had four years to play their little word games their little wiggle words and get into f- philosophical debates about who's a man and who's a woman and, and, and you know, worry about lockdowns. And well, what, what have they become? What if, what's all this talk, all this invasive freaking talk and try, and they've initiated plenty of people into their way of life where people are initiated. They're scared. They're scared to speak up against these people that speak this freaking woke language. Okay. Do not be scared to speak up against these people because what have, what has, it got, what has all this language gotten them? Well, some people, it's gotten them some political power, okay? But that's that's very few. Most of the people that play this game that are into woke culture, into cancel culture, into screaming people down for not using the right language and not being part of the latest trends, what has it gotten them? It's gotten them screaming today that the $600 is not enough. It's gotten them – into to no jobs, locked in their houses, scared, believing everything the media tells them, buying into this, buying into this panic prison hysteria, virus hysteria. And the people who haven't bought into this, who don't get caught up in these word games, who put their foot down, who have some backbone, who have some pride. What's it gotten us in the Bitcoin overlay? Oh, yeah, baby. Pound that like button now here's another here's something insane all these people say science matters that's another thing they, they invade your space with well don't you think science matters don't you think science is the ultimate and of course you say yes yeah, science to do there's a scientific method and you know you can you can expand upon it you can have a thoughtful conversation about it but they're all about these one-liners that are again to initiate you to not question question them and just to blindly accept their little their little digs at you. Well, here's here something from the science, from the New England Journal of Med- Medicine, which is supposed to be this big, important uh, establishment source. You're not supposed to question it at all. That's into true science, okay? They would never publish anything that has nothing to do with science. Here's something. Sex designations on birth certificates offer no clinical utility, and they can be harmful for intersex and transgender people, moving such designations below the line of demarcation would not compromise the birth certificates' public health function, but could avoid harm. So they're saying um, that yeah, let's uh, let's uh, there, there's these trans people out there, they're uh, intersect that, that are such a small part of the population. And so let's not hurt their feelings, and like, let's on birth certificates, let's not point out uh, sex designation. Let's 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 hide it, okay? Let's you know it's it can be harmful, dude. That's a very important aspect of 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 who a person is is their sex. It's unavoidable, okay? A birth certificate is supposed to give you some basic knowledge about a person. Very, but you know date of birth, sex, all right. Why try to? It's not about feelings. It's just about facts. A person is pure facts. It shouldn't. If it hurts the feelings of a transgender person, okay, that's that's tough luck, dude. I mean, maybe you're you're, you're too emotional or something. I mean, I, I don't think tra- transgender people should be just like everybody else. What, should they be more emotional than? Uh, should they they be their feelings be uh, more hurt than than, than regular people? Uh, the people that aren't transgender. Uh, I, I just – so, yeah, very scientific stuff there from New England Journal of Medicine. And it's it's just this transgender stuff. It, it affects such a small minority of people, and it's just a, such a huge issue that's just being a cl- used as a club to initiate people into woke culture. And I'm not standing for it, dude. All right? You, I, there are real transgender people out there. There are real intersex people out there. But there are a lot of people that are just, you know, it's trendy. It's uh, there, there's some butch lesbians that are just now like, oh, anyway, now I'm a man. Okay, let's let's uh, take some uh, let's take some uh, testosterone and, uh, uh, and taking testosterone does make you feel pretty happy and everything like that. But are they really men? No, they're not really men. Did, would they ever have wanted to be men if it weren't for the, all this trendiness that's going on? I don't think so um it's and i've talked about this on on past shows rapid uh rapid onset gender dysmorphia with with young people young girls all of a sudden thinking they're men this is because it's 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 trendy it's it's being thrown out there it's not it's not very healthy so i'm going to speak against i'm going to speak against some things again there are really there are plenty there are men born with i mean it's very unfortunate they try they as little boys they're banging at their testicles to get rid of their testicles they they think they're winning they really really do i mean this is a serious thing but it's a very very small minority and, and worrying about where sex is on birth certificates because of these people is it's insane it's 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 just a fact facts over feelings here and you know let, let's get down to the substance here stop substance over style i mean this is all about style uh, not, not about substance at all. And so this and, – and and so many – the left and some on the right, they have such an obsession with power. All right? And the the people who want to have uh, an economy that is centrally planned, okay, mostly on the left, okay, mostly on the left, but there are some on the right. And they just love power. They want have, they want a, to tell a CEO how to run his freaking business. You have no business telling a CEO how to run his business, okay, and forcing minimum wage upon him, all right? Forcing these public-private partnerships. Public-private partnerships are terrible. They're terrible, all right? You, A private business uh, should not be forced into a, p- a public-private partnership. And, th- and that, that, that's what fascism is about. Like, all right, you can have your private business, but we're your uh, – we're your silent uh, partner. The government is your silent partner. But it, it's about power and patience uh, be. No need for this power. It's disgusting. Uh, let's see what else we have in the comments section, uh, in the uh, questions. Uh, let's see. Why uh, Why do you uh, move around so much? Uh, I have a lot of energy. I, I, oh, oh, no. Why do I move around? <laughs> Dude, I uh, – Truth teller 2020. Interesting question. Why do I go from city to city is is what you're asking. Oh, I I like it. I don't I don't I don't want to have a a house is an attack vector. Having a permanent place is an attack vector. You can be taxed on that house. Um, I owned houses. And again, as I told the guy at the beginning of the show, I owned houses and I sold the houses and I didn't blow it on coke or on cars. I saved and I bought Bitcoin with it, and I still have some of the some of it in my bank account too. But no, I uh, I I I like to I, I love seeing the world, dude. Live your freaking life. That's that's something I love to travel to, to see the world. I lived in Baltimore for a long time. I had a blind commitment to Baltimore. I almost died for Baltimore, okay? I was living in a bad neighborhood. I I created a project where a bunch of us bought houses, lived in the houses to make the neighborhood better, uh, was into all sorts of activism in the neighborhood. And one night uh, when I was walking to a a bar, uh, some some dudes came up to me and pulled a gun on me. And uh, luckily for me, I ran away. And uh, that was when I decided I had to get out of Baltimore and sell my houses and uh, sell one of my houses. Uh, the other one I sold later and, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun not to have a, to, it's a, in the internet, in the internet world, you see people are finding this out now because of this virus. You don't have to live a traditional, you know, white picket fat house, stay in one location or rent for one year type of lifestyle. We have such freedom in this golden age. You can go from one Airbnb to another, pick a city I don't like living in cold weather at all, so I go from one warm place to another warm place to another warm place. Uh, But or you you, you can say, why don't you just buy a house in Florida? Again, I don't want to be taxed that the government of Florida could change, and I would regret living in Florida. It is an attack vector. I have I've got I've set up a system for myself where it is very economical for me to go to one place to another to find the best freaking Airbnb deal at a time, and then you make connections. Where some people will give you, you know, good deals for two months and, and there's, there's all sorts of things. you got to use your head. You know, a lot of people are just – we're born with like you buy a house, you stay in that place for 30 years you, and you complain if life isn't good. No. If life isn't good, you get up and you move to the next place. If you get – and that's what I'm doing. You know, I don't get stuck in a situation where life is bad in one city. Oh, woe is me. Baltimore is shut down. Larry Hogan – the Republican in name only governor of Baltimore has shut down Maryland. Oh, I am stuck. Here. No, I'm not stuck there. I'm, I go from one place to another. I love and especially now I love to go on planes and, and because people are scared to go on planes. I mean, it, it's amazing. There's nothing there's nothing to be scared of to be on a plane. You're not going to get sick on a plane. Um, I've been on so many planes. Um, but so, yeah, that, that's why I go from one place to another. It's fun. It's my lifestyle and Fitting in is overrated. I don't. I, it's, I don't have an attack vector. It gets rid of my attack vectors. Uh, as Bitcoin moons, will private security become a larger priority to you? Uh, it's it's uh, definitely. You, you think about it more. You think about it more. You definitely. I think I think about it more than I thought about in 2016. You you think about your security. Yeah. So secu- your your security uh, situation uh evolves as bitcoin uh becomes uh as it moons definitely and mine mine has mine has definitely evolved so that that's another good reason that that's not a re you know i don't own a house because i'm scared of uh, i'm going to get jacked uh at my house but it is a good reason for me not to own a house <laughs> it's it's a darn good reason for me not to i mean if i owned a house i would have to have um some pretty tight security around it. I really would at at this point now, Um, but I don't own a house. So I don't, it's awesome. Like you you don't know where Adam's going to be next. Uh, If you wanted to Jack Adam, you don't know where he's going to be next. I mean, I do say, you know, but you don't exactly know. know, Like I'm going to be in Miami next. People know I'm going to Miami. I'm going to be in Miami uh, January 5th to uh, March the 8th. Do you know exactly where I'm going to be in Miami? No, you don't. And I never really tell exactly where I'm going to be in Miami. Uh, so and so Max says, "Sorry if you've answered this uh, before, but how much would it cost on average per day for Airbnb housing to live a similar lifestyle to yours?" It, it varies. I mean, it it, it 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 depends. I've gotten deals in uh, in Chile where it was like what was it two months? I paid just over two thousand dollars. All right so i mean th- that's part but uh i mean you should try to keep your try to keep your cost cost of food and, and airfare and rental i mean keep it as close to two thousand dollars a month as possible um i mean that's what that's what i would recommend is as a goal and it, i mean it's harder for some people to do than others there's, there's all sorts of – sure I mean don't go out – I don't go out to eat at all. So that right there saves me a lot of money. I, I do not go out to eat. Um, I don't own a car. Uh, I don't own a cell phone. Well, no, I, I, I got a cell phone for free, as, as I said. I didn't own a cell phone. I don't have a cell phone plan. Uh, all right. I was reading on Reddit about an airdrop called Rhombus. Just thought I'd let you know. Uh, dude, are you being an, are you being a jerk now? Or are you just uh, because I again we did a show, we did a show on this two Saturdays ago on Rhombus. So I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt because during the show, I said, surely there are going to be idiots in the future who didn't see this show or who watched this show and didn't pay attention to a word I said and asked me about Rhombus. So I've covered it. It's covered already. It's it's definitely all covered already. So I'm just gonna think you're being a little, you're kind of being ironic, kind of being smart there. You already saw it. And you and you're being funny, and you're like, Haha. because, dude, it's yeah, it's it's been covered on this show. It's it's been covered on the show two Saturdays ago. Check it out. It, it is the rhombus thing, and I and where I predict I will get questions from people saying, "Hey Adam, did you hear about even though it's right there in one of my shows?" Now, let's move on. Uh, so yeah, I, I assume you're trolling. Actually, we we had this. Uh, this vaccine that is uh coming out or it has come out and the the government is in charge of distributing the vaccine so who should it what the priority should be the people who are at risk it shouldn't be on how wealthy you are on how poor you are or on uh if you're what race you are what religion you are all right if you are likely to get very sick from the disease You should be the first one to get the vaccine. It it, it makes total sense, okay? That's the logic. But oh no, it's politicized. And it makes you wonder if they're going to politicize things like this, how serious is this whole situation? In Alex Berenson, and you probably heard about this already. Yes, this actually happened. An expert in ethics and health policy said that the elderly who are at far greater risk from the virus and have fewer vaccine side effects should get the vaccine shouldn't get the vaccine first why because the elderly are more likely to be white so there are some people that think that uh no just minorities in general should get this first minorities in general should get this first the over whites you know let's let's make it race-based no make (laughs) who Go to the people who are young black men all right young black men who are healthy they're not they're not at risk at all for this. So why should a young black man just based on his race get this over someone that's in a, a nursing home all right? No it makes no sense that that's a racial judgment right that's racist right and that's what they people are using this as a racial club, all right Now if you're a if you are a black um obese diabetic, in a, a nursing home, you should get that. I mean, you should get it because you're ob- obese and you're a diabetic, and you might die from this thing really easily. Not because you're black, <laughs> because you've got these these, these health these le- these legitimate health concerns that that put you at risk from getting sick from this virus. But th- it's it's political, and everyone's got a virtue signal, and everyone's got a you know a, a you know. Black Lives Matter. You just blindly say it. So it, it, it shows you what a joke the whole situation is. The, the virus is real, but even with this, and hey, man, I, I'm I'm so happy that I'm you know. And, and by the way, by the way, keep doing this. it's not just this dude that's talking about. Well, we we, we want to be racist against whites in general, and just and give it to uh, minorities. Keep doing that. Keep spreading that out because you got to realize we're all individuals. OK, but if you're going to say we're getting rid of your individualist individualism and we're just going to treat you as a as a white mob. OK, there are the whites are still the majority in the United States of America. And if they hear stories like this, it's going to be more likely that the majority of people are going to figure out what a big joke this all is and finally be defiant. Because like, most white people are completely compliant to this whole situation, okay? Completely. But if they start hearing things like this, they're going to be like, well, wait a second here. We, we've waited all this time to get a vaccine, and now they're politicizing it. And, and, and it's, uh, it's not going to go to sick people. It's just going to go to – if you're a minority. I mean it's, it's insane. You know, if, and one of the things is is like, well, nurse it, nurses are overwhelmingly or majority minority, so they should get it first. First of all, all these nurses of art, they're young, they are young people who are not the effects of getting the virus are not the same as the people in the nursing homes. They're not going to get killed by it. Now, also, if you've been a nurse all along during this entire situation, you've probably contracted it already. So why the heck do you need it already if you have antibodies for this? And that's another thing. They're not even, from what I've heard, people aren't being tested for antibodies you before you get the vaccine, they should test you for antibodies. If you already have antibodies for this thing, you don't need the freaking vaccine. That's the whole point. You can't get it twice. Right? And people do not understand they do not use their heads. They're just following the mob here following the mindlessness that is the world today. How here, here's a headline. I'm sure you've, you've heard, had similar headlines to this. Hal five-time Olympic gold medal swimmer Katie Ladecki. Spent lockdown. So, oh, how did this really healthy, beautiful swimmer spend lockdown? You know, I, How did I spend? Wh- what? What's lockdown? What is lockdown? What is that? The, I wasn't locked down. I wasn't quarantined. This is something you force upon yourself. This is a way to legitimize the lockdowns and quarantines. Oh, look how this very healthy person spent her lockdown. It's nonsense. These terms are BS. How did you live your life during 2020? OK, that's what these stories should be about. You know how I live my life. I went on planes. I traveled around. I was outdoors every day. I went to synagogue. I was around other people. I met new people. I It was the best year of my life in, in Bitcoin. It was awesome. That's how I lived my life. But everything is like all this stuff on social media. Man, how'd I spend my quarantine? How'd I spend my lockdown time in lockdown? No, no, this is, that's loser talk right there. All right, but most people today are in the victim class. All right, and are and in the uh, whatever the other darn term I used uh, for, for this uh, show. They're in the. Uh, they're in the pathetic class. It's, it's all from a pathetic class. Um all right. Uh, yeah, there's a <laughs> there's a there's some trolling in there today. The cool thing about when you're when you're in charge here in the uh, when, when when it's your show, I mean you can talk to whoever you want to talk to. And also, one of the things that I'm happy about, I let the trolls just spout out off in the chat. Again, yeah, I believe in freedom of uh For my shows, I believe in freedom of speech. They can yelp about all the nonsense that they want to out there, and it is unfortunate that in social media, and we're going to get to that in a second. YouTube actually has a blog post about how they're doing a better job of uh, sent, you know, shutting up uh, certain types of people. And I, I think I think all these ludicrous crybabies who come to my who come and watch my shows or who you know blame you know. Blame people of my religion for their problems. Blame you know the Chinese for their problems. Let people let people scapegoat. Let all the scapegoating crybabies make videos and make up excuses. So we we see how weak all these people are. So we see how. These people have no pride. So we see what losers these people are. So we, we strive not to be these people. So when you don't allow these conspiracy theories and all these nonsense people to make videos, you're just making people more intrigued about the nonsense that they're talking about. So yeah. And, of course, YouTube censors plenty of people that are – I mean they've gone way too far. They, they, take, a, they take away uh, plenty of people who are speaking logic and reason also. But their reasoning is like, oh, no, we don't want – Uh, conspiracies out there no you you should you should want it out there you should want everything out there so people can make their own mind and uh let the 20 percenters be winners and let the 80 percenters be losers and believe this stuff okay now uh ben shapiro did did talk about woke language also and he said uh what's he talking about here i'm going to link to it below he says do you speak woke uh and another thing about the woke language, it is signaling between those in the woke culture that they are part of the club when they're at a party and and they start talking about institutional racism or income inequality and all these gobbly group terms that mean nothing. You know, the systems, the systems are un, unfair. System this, system that. All this emotional crap. They don't ask each other to, to define it to, to one another. I mean, that's how you call them out. Like, what do you really mean by that? What does that mean? They can twist their terms any way they want to. But when they're speaking that language, they know it's like a code to the other one. Like, oh, yeah, this person is in the club with me so I can hang out with them. They're cool. I don't have to give them the, 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 the harsh treatment. I don't have to give them the invasive uh, initiation. They've already been initiated. They're in the club with me. So it's, it's a very good uh, Ben Shapiro video. Uh, is Trump going to start a Patriot party? There are rumors, and I've talked about this. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts a third party one day. And, you know, bases, I mean, I think he's laying the groundwork now with all this complaining and stuff that's going on. But at the same time, I think it's, if it's likely that the Republican Party splits into two uh, or, or for, there's a, a, a third party conservative party, I think it's very likely that AOC will – Create a uh, third, a fourth party, uh, liberal party. So I, I think those things are fine. I have no problem with that. I think that's uh, interesting, and uh, I think the more parties, the better. I try to avoid politics, as all of you know. I'm, I, I, I've done a pretty good job of avoiding politics. I have just, you know, been buying Bitcoin and making videos like this, uh, and it's been good. It's been good, baby. And and I've been, and I'm proud of it. I am proud that I have not sunk to those, I, I made videos in 2016, like don't get obsessed with this election, it's gonna waste all your time. I am very proud I did not waste my time, that I was pr- as productive as I possibly could be all these years. And I, I I still strive to be even more productive with my time. Now, Gabriel in Chile, he's been on the show before, he's in motion, I'm gonna link to a video below. His Fort Galt thing has been delayed because the Chilean government has basically shut everything down. He has a video about how you gotta pivot, you gotta adapt, you gotta be in motion. And it's also a little lesson for all the people that think that other countries are better than the United States. I enjoyed my time in, in Santiago in 2018. Uh, when but they've gone the other direction. They they have uh they have a horrible lockdown there now. That is it's gotten so bad he has to go back to Canada. All right. That's how ridiculous it is. So a lot of people say, "Oh, the United States has been terrible during this uh, during this." Tour. No, lot, it's been great here. <laughs> Compared, I wouldn't want to be in Chile right now, and I enjoyed my time in Chile. So there's there's so many people who do blindly hate on the United States. You know, a- actually see what's going on in the rest of the world right now. It's it's, it's kind of sad there in Chile because it it on on certain levels. When I was there, in terms of regulation, they would let you sell food outside of the the main food market. There'd be African immigrant ladies. That would take garlic from inside, buy it inside, and then outside they would peel it and sell it for more because it was peeled. And I thought that was so cool. And that was so like, oh, there's no regulation on that stuff. But look what the Chilean government is, now they're regulating like every move you make. It sucks. YouTube, here we go. This is from their blog. This is from Straight From the Horse's Mouth. Updates on our efforts to make YouTube a more inclusive platform. Removing hateful Harmful and hateful comments will introduce a, we're going to, they're going to introduce a survey that asks creators for info on race and gender, ethnicity and sexual orientation to h- ensure, to help ensure all creators have equal opportunities to succeed. So I assume what that means is if you say you're a minority, they will uh, fudge the algorithm to give you more views. <laughs> all right so yeah they, they want to boost minority videos i mean they, they're free to do that and they're they're emitting all of this stuff here but i mean I'm, I'm not filling out such a survey of course not but yeah on, on your they're gonna if you leave like a racist comment now like on, on my thing and i think you should be able to call me every name in the book about my religion if you want to if you're just that ignorant they're going to remove that they, they they're they are, they're they're saying that they are they they're proud but they built these these uh, algorithms that are automatically uh, remove hateful comments, whatever they whatever they consider that to be. And that's up to them. Uh, so Fox News now is even covering uh, Gavin Newsom uh, recall in California. You heard it here first a few weeks ago. The mainstream media, they might uh, – Gavin, I don't think he's going to get recalled. But I think this is good that the media is covering it. I'm, I give credit to the people behind the movement. Maybe this will stop him from being such a dictator over there if he fears that his job is in uh, jeopardy. And now it's not its not just Fox now. It's other outlets are covering it, too. So good for them. Good for them. I, I'll give credit to the mainstream media when they deserve some credit there, finally. Uh, but, you know, one thing uh, Gavin Newsom could do if he's really crafty, if he has no shame, and I doubt he does have any shame, if he thinks he's going to get recalled as governor, um, he could just name himself as a senator now. Because Kamala Harris is vacating her senatorship. Uh, so it's the governor that's in charge of naming the replacement. He can name himself as the replacement. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if he did that. Uh, but it would be more awesome if he's scared of the people and just stops doing these ridiculous lockdowns because he's scared he's going to get recalled. Because if he gets recalled, then he can't run for president. If, you, if you're a recalled governor, that, that, that messes up the chances of, of, of running for president. Uh, and here's a good tweet. I think people underestimate how much better life can become when you replace sugar with meat and dollars with Bitcoin. Pound that like button for that one. Uh, and eh, I'll leave that one for next time, and I'll leave that one for next time. And I want to just you know, we're talking about prevention and. The ticker guy, Carl Denninger at the market ticker, he has been talking now about ivermectin for a little while. And it apparently, if you're at risk, or if someone in your family, if you're living in a house and you're locked down with them, if they have the virus, ivermectin is a good way of preventing you from getting the virus once it's near you. All right. So he says, end the virus in five days. And he shows something from India, send an India style virus pill pack out to every household, one per person. They're two dollars each and contain ivermectin, doxycycline, and zinc, 80% effective in preventing transmission. If one person gets it in the house, all take it done. So he's 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 right. If everybody in America and I I wouldn't take the stupid thing because I don't care about getting the stupid virus. But it, we're talking about the distribution of a very expensive, a very expensive uh, vaccine. Okay, that's the solution that has come about, and it's actually much cheaper if they just uh, gave everybody ivermectin. That's it would it would stop uh, it would do major cut down on the spread, and and then you know you you could deal with what was left afterwards all right that is it i will some of the stuff i'll save for next show let me just see if there were any more uh questions out there uh our uk bitcoin master said i just advise people to buy and hold bitcoin and tune out all the noise yeah it's that's a good idea makes life a chilled out experience all right just wanted to, uh th- this guy as as he said just wanted to double check buddy are you a fan of Ethereum too? Are you trolling too? Um, no, I'm. I'm not a fan of Ethereum, but I do. I only buy Bitcoin. I only buy Bitcoin with my fiat. But I will say this, and I've said this many times on my show. Maybe, maybe you're doing this to be a troll, and you, or maybe you just don't understand, or maybe you're new. It's possible you're new. I say Ethereum is the next Ethereum. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Bitcoin is way ahead of the game. Okay, you value your wealth in Bitcoin. Ethereum, though, is the number two cryptocurrency. It is the number two cryptocurrency. It's got a lot of issues. All right. But there are a lot of people that want Ethereum to be the next Bitcoin. There are a lot of guys in Silicon Valley who admire Vitalik. There are a lot of people that in Silicon Valley that just like Ethereum. So it's going to be around for quite some time. It's not a scam, but I don't tell people to buy it. No, I just say my simple thing all along has been buy and hold bitcoin that's all and it's paid off incredibly well for me and incredibly well for a lot of other people out there also so you know, ethereum is I, I i encourage if you're in the ethereum space that's cool i don't want you destroyed i don't want anyone to be destroyed i think people innovating over there um they're cool the um what, what's the uh, uniswap is a really cool thing and if people want to build if people want to do DeFi on Ethereum, that's great, that's awesome. Um, but to, to say I'm a fan of it, I'm a fan of Bitcoin. Not Bitcoin is my thing. I I don't want Ethereum destroyed. I I don't call. I know it's not a scam, but it, it's it's not my thing. It's not my thing. But there are some cool things that 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 have. I mean, that Uniswap thing is pretty darn cool. It's pretty darn cool. Cool. And if you know what that is. You know that it's just Ethereum is not just going to disappear, and that yeah, it, it once they pull off this Ethereum 2.0 thing fully, uh, it, it'll 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 pump again. But what's what's the point? What, what's the point if you know that Bitcoin over the long run is the winner, and that uh, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin? Uh, so yeah, that that's I, I've said this before, but hey, I'll say it again. It's late at night. Why not say it again? And I guess. Uh, you know what you can't some people uh, they don't watch every show and everything and uh, or some people are just drooling when they watch my shows so that's it all right uh, I'm Adam Meister the Bitcoin Meister the Disrupt Meister <laughs> Max I'm not going to read what you said but uh, uh, pound that like button and uh, we'll be back tomorrow at three thirty eastern time with Andy Hoffman Good night, everybody. Spread the word. Retweet this, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T, on uh, Twitter. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Be proud of yourselves, dudes.